Section six of Excerpts from a Bibliography of the Work of Mark Twain, Samuel Langhorne Clemens, by Merle Johnson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain, read by John Greenman. Letters Some of us become greatly miffed if our old letters are made public. Literary people are not so sensitive, and the following extract from Chapters from My Autobiography in the North American Review of September 21, 1906, gives Mr. Clemens personal attitude on the question. This is from this morning's paper. Mark Twain Letter Sold Written to Thomas Nast It proposed a joint tour. A Mark Twain autograph letter brought $43 yesterday at the auction by the Merwin Clayton Company of the Library and Correspondence of the late Thomas Nast, the cartoonist. The letter is nine pages notepaper, is dated Hartford, November 12, 1877, and is addressed to Nast. It reads in part as follows. Dot, dot, dot. This is as it should be. This is worthy of all praise. I say it myself, lest other competent persons should forget to do it. It appears that four of my ancient letters were sold at auction, three of them at $27, $28, and $29, respectively, and the one above mentioned at $43. There is one very gratifying circumstance about this, to wit, that my literature has more than held its own as regards money value through this stretch of thirty-six years. I judge that the forty-three-dollar letter must have gone at about ten cents a word, whereas if I had written it today its market rate would be thirty cents, so I have increased in value two or three hundred percent. I note another gratifying circumstance, that a letter of General Grant's sold at something short of eighteen dollars. I can't rise to General Grant's lofty place in the estimation, but it is a deep happiness to me to know that when it comes to epistolary literature, he can't sit in the front seat along with me. Nine years ago, when we were living in Tedworth Square, London, a report was cabled to the American journals that I was dying. I was not the one. It was another Clemens, a cousin of mine. The London representatives of the American papers began to flock in with American cables in their hands to inquire into my condition. The next man was also an Irishman. He had his New York cable in his hand. It said, If Mark Twain dying, send five hundred words. If dead, send a thousand. Now that old letter of mine sold yesterday for forty-three dollars. When I am dead, it will be worth eighty-six. 1877. 
seventy-second anniversary celebration of the New England Society in the City of New York at Delmonico's, December twenty-second, eighteen seventy-seven. Letter of regret from Mark Twain, page eighty-four. Eighteen eighty, the reception given to Thurlow Weed on his eighty-third birthday by the New York Press Club, for private distribution. Albany, Weed Parsons and Company, Printers, eighteen eighty. A three-line letter of no importance is given, page 23. 1880. Some funny things, a careful selection of funny sketches, from the pens of such well-known writers as the Detroit Free Press Man, the Burlington Hawkeye Man, the Danbury Newsman, the Norriston Herald Man, and a number of other funny men. New York, Frank Harrison and Company. An anecdote, starting a paper, including a Mark Twain letter, is on pages 49 to 52. 1889. Camden's Compliment to Walt Whitman, May 31, 1889. Notes, Addresses, Letters, Telegrams, edited by Horace L. Trowell, Philadelphia, David McKay, Publisher. An open letter from Mark Twain is printed on pages 64 to 65. It is not in his happiest vein. 1891. Portraits and Autographs, an album for the people. Edited by W. T. Stead, The Review of Reviews, A Sixpenny Monthly, London, Mowbray House. Facsimile letter from Clemens to Stead, page 63. 1894. The Diversions of an Autograph Hunter, by J. H., London, Elliot Stock. The frontispiece is a facsimile of a Mark Twain letter, and the history of the letter is given pages sixty one to sixty three nineteen o four cat stories retold by st nicholas edited by m h carter department of science of the new york training school for teachers new york the century company on page four is a letter from mark twain about his cats reprinted from st nicholas where it was addressed to one edwin wildman nineteen o four thomas nast his Period and His Pictures by Albert Bigelow Payne, New York, The Macmillan Company, London, Macmillan and Company Limited, all rights reserved. Letters from Mark Twain are printed, pages 263, 367 to 368, and 513. One of them concerning a joint lecture tour, projected by Twain and Nast. Special performance of Hansel and Gretel by the Conried Metropolitan Opera Company, for the benefit of the Legal Aid Society at the Metropolitan Opera House, Thursday evening, March 15, 1906. Contains Mark Twain letter, pages 24 through 26. 1906. History of the Ohio Society of New York, 1885 to 1905. Prepared and compiled under the direction of Henry L. Burnett, Warren Higley, Leander H. Crawl, Committee on Publication by James H. Kennedy, Historian of the Society. The Grafton Press, New York, MCMVI. Short and unimportant Mark Twain letter, page 341. 1907. Extracts from the Minutes and Report of the Robert Fulton Monument Association from its inception for presentation at the annual meeting held in the State Room at the Waldorf Astoria on November 14, 1907, at 3.30 p.m. Mark Twain's speech, pages 49 through 50, Mark Twain Letters, pages 75 and 87. 1908. The Life of Thomas Bailey Aldrich by Ferris Greenslet. Cambridge, printed at the Riverside Press, MDCCC, 
VIII. Large paper edition of 500 copies, pages 95 through 99, contain several letters from Twain to Aldrich. 1909. Letters and Opinions of Letters of a Japanese Schoolboy. This is not a title page as given, but my own caption for a pamphlet announcement of Mr. Wallace Irwin's book, published by Doubleday, Page & Company, 1909. The pamphlet, on the second page, carries a letter of appreciation from Mark Twain. 1910. Stories of Authors, British and American, by Edwin Watts Chubb, Professor of English Literature in the Ohio University. New York, Sturgis and Walton Company, 1910, All Rights Reserved. The story of Mark Twain's debts fills pages 349 to 357 and contains a portion of a letter together with a small amount of anecdotal material. Books listed elsewhere containing Mark Twain letters are Mark Twain, His Life and Work, Eccentricities of Genius, and Charles Dickens by Pen and Pencil. The following periodicals contain Mark Twain letters, California Mailbag, May 1873, Harper's Magazine, May 1896, Ladies' Home Journal, October 1898, Ainsley's, August 1900, Army and Navy Journal, March 1901, Papyrus, March 1905, Harper's Weekly, August 25, 1905, October 21, 1905, December 15, 1905, March 24, 1906, May 26, 1906, March 27, 1909. Collier's Weekly, September 22, 1906, July 6, 1908, August 8, 1908. The following New York newspapers print Mark Twain letters. Times, March 12, 1898. Journal, June 25, 1900. World, January 24, 1901. Journal, August 19, 1902. Tribune, March 31, 1903, Herald, August 16, 1903, World, October 22, 1903, Herald, January 14, 1904, Times, May 15, 1905, Times, November 5, 1906, American, December 21, 1907, Sun, January 12, 1908, Times, March 30, 1908, Tribune, June 9, 1908, American, August 4, 1909. Catalogues containing Mark Twain letters are as follows. George D. Smith's Catalog of Autographs, 1903, Mark Twain Letters, pages 21 and 23. Anderson Auction Company's Catalog for December 3, 1907, Mark Twain Inscription, page 26. Anderson Auction Company's Catalog for January 20, 21st, 1908, Mark Twain Presentation Inscription, page 20. Anderson Auction Company's Catalog for March 17, 1908, Mark Twain Letters, page 8. Anderson Auction Company's Catalog for May 15, 1908, Mark Twain Letters, page 8. Anderson Auction Company's Catalog for December 9th through 10th, 1909, Mark Twain Letter, page 18. Germantown Hospital Book Sale Catalog for 1906, Mark Twain Facsimile Inscription Plate after page 22, Mark Twain Inscriptions, pages 50 and 51. End of section 6, Letters.